0: Coming up on the Write Something Worthy podcast.
1: Like Florence says, you don't know, you're here to play the game of life, you don't know how to play the game, you don't know the rules and you keep losing. But if you know the rules, then you know how to play it well. It's like that. So having intuition and guidance, that's knowing the game. Welcome to the Worthy Writer edition of the Write Something Worthy podcast. Each month, we bring you an informative interview that helps you to live your best life as an printer, And now, your host, Tanya Brockett.
0: Greetings, worthy tribe. Today, I am so pleased to introduce you to a new author who has been an absolute joy for me to get to know over the past year, Chanta Pack. Chanta is from Santa Rosa, California, and she is the author of the upcoming book, Healing with the Power of Your Mind. This book will be launching this month. Chanta has been in the study of psychology and metaphysics for about 15 years. And she wrote this book to share and help others in healing themselves and in bringing harmony into their lives. I am so excited to share my conversation today with Chanta Pack. Welcome, Chanta, to the Write Something Worthy podcast. I'm so glad you're here with me today. Thank you, Tanya. You are an absolute special guest to me because we have had the pleasure and the opportunity to work together on your fantabulous book that is about to be launched, and I am so excited for you. Can you tell our listeners the title of your new book?
1: Yes. It is healing with the power of your mind.
0: Mm. Very intriguing. And, you know, before we get into what the actual book talks about, tell me about that front cover. It looks so inviting. And, you know, with the sunlight and and the sky, what was your vision when you created your book cover for your book?
1: It all come to mind when I was asking myself how I wanted the cover to be, and I saw this picture in my mind, and I knew I had to have that. Um, the sun represents healing, it's the universe energy, and then the sky nature. So it all correlates with the universe, mm. and that's how it came about.
0: I would be sure to include your cover in the show notes because it's beautiful and everyone needs to see it. You know, one thing that is such a great benefit for authors who are self-publishing their books as you are, is that you can have that vision for your cover and you get to do what you want. Meaning, you know, if you were being published by a traditional publisher, for example, they could have an entirely different vision for your cover and they would not give you any say. They'll just say, yeah, looks good, right? Yep, okay, we're going with it. And you'll be like, wait, no, I wanted this. And, yeah, it went you know, my way. <laughs> you right. Yeah. So so one thing that's great about self-publishing is you get to say that. You get to choose your cover and it can have that positive meaning and your cover is just striking, so you can feel that positive energy just by looking at it so it, it mm-hmm. you know it makes you want to open the book and say, "Oh my gosh, you know if the cover feels this good, what's inside?" <laughs> <laughs> Thank you uh, So tell me what is it that that brought you to writing your book healing with the power of your mind
1: See it all started with a healing journey that I was going through I had studied um, from the ancient teachers, many of them from the 1800s and the early 1900s. And I used that philosophy for my healing. So tell me how it
0: is that you can use the wisdom from ancient teachers to heal your body now and who were some of those teachers?
1: Yes, the teachers that I learned from, um, the one from the 1800s, his name is Phineas Quimby, and then follow along with Florence Bovachin, Neville Goddard, Ort and Thomas Wonderful. So they're from, yeah, the rest were from the early
0: 1900s. And what did you learn from them that helped you to have an impact? On your healing journey, I learned that
1: we have this ability within ourselves, which are our spiritual guidance, and that we have intuition. And with listening to our what our intuition are saying, it would guide us into the right approach into whatever we're looking for or whatever um, problem that we're needing to solve. It's really valuable to have discovered and
0: use this in our lives. So if we learn how to listen to that inner guidance, listen to that intuition, then it can help us to find or connect with the solutions for whatever it is that we're trying to deal with, whether that's physical issues or whether it's just, you know, circumstances going on in our lives. If we learn how to tap in and listen to intuition, it can help us to work through that. Is that right?
1: Yes. If we learn how to get in tune and to get into the alignment and we're opening the flow to hear the answers and it would guide us into taking the right inspired action, Mm -hmm. which is always right for us. I was going to say that comes from within us and not from the outside. So that we have to follow.
0: So if I am upset about something and I continue to be upset about it, (laughs) if I, you know, if I'm dwelling on being upset about it, am I going to hear that intuition?
1: If a person is upset or annoying in any way, there is a block in there that you will not receive it. And if you act on taking an action on some sort of thing, it wouldn't be the right one because you're not getting that clear answer on what to do. So it's important that you have to pay attention to your feelings and that the only way the right answer comes through is when you're clear and not being frustrated or mad or in fear of any sort of negative
0: emotions. Yeah, that is one big learning step for me, to learn that you can't create a solution from the same place that you created a problem, right? So if you're in that fearful or or upset way of being, it's kind of hard to come up with this positive, you know, solution when you're in that state, right? So it kind of makes sense that that is true.
1: Because, yeah, you're, you're being guided by your feelings. So this is why there's a feeling, um, you know, a, a negative emotion. You don't want to act on anything because that's going to lead to not a good result. So this is why a person has to be aware of their emotions. And when you act on something, it has to be that um, positive uh, feeling to start with
0: and that's where the guidance comes in. So when you, in your book, you share you share a lot of examples actually um, about how to tap into that intuition and that alignment for different situations. But you started telling us that the whole reason for the book began because of a healing journey that you had. Can you tell us about your experience?
1: Yes, like I mentioned, it all started with a healing journey. But way before that, I was studying this um, philosophy for many years. But because I was distracted with other things that I was not aware of my emotions and what my daily living activities and I had allowed or not paying attention through all those negativities, that's when the illness started. It Mm -hmm. accumulates over so many years, and it took a while for me to discover why or to find out why it happened, but then, like I said, with intuition and guidance, I received the answer of how it all started, and it was totally in alignment with what I had studied from all these teachers and the universal laws and spiritual mind um, power. So I was able to um, get cleared again and get back to alignment and um, was able to use the power of my mind to get back on track and along with the expertise of the doctor. So I incorporated with all that and received a full recovery.
0: In reading the book, you had mentioned that in the beginning of your illness or when you were went to the hospital for your illness, you were like the walking dead. And now you were able to come out with a miraculous recovery from being the walking dead to being, you know, vivacious and alive and joyous. That's
1: an amazing journey. I I myself couldn't believe what, you know that I went through that. And the doctor, they're telling me and my husband that he was saying to my husband, actually, she was the walking dead. Nobody walks at a blood level three. And then with the rest of all the other, which I had mentioned in my book, that was so many going on at the same time. And I didn't think much of it. I'm like, well, it happens. This is what happens and that I'm here. So you're going to take care of. <laughs> Along with my um, confidence, because I, I have a belief, actually. I believe that with what I'm feeling, that the universe, the infinite intelligence, which is I call God, within myself to help me heal. So I had that strong belief in the first place. And along with the doctors, see, that's how my um, recovery
0: was a success. So you didn't deny medical science just because you believed that you could be healed. You allowed medical science to play its role in that healing at the same time as believing in that healing.
1: Yes. Yes. The healing, the doctor, what the doctor needed to do in their expertise is very important to our health. And I don't deny any of that because all that is good. And that um, along with the power of our mind, all together, is all powerful. So the doctor does, you know, what they needed to do in all the medical staff. And my feeling was I just incorporated all together, which is a um, very healthy thing.
0: And that's a good thing for my family because I have several doctors that are in my family. My brother and his wife, my niece, all kinds of people in my family are doctors. And they too believe um, in a higher power. So it's, it's great that you can actually combine the two. You don't have to shut one off in order to receive something from another. You can be open to the power of healing and the beauty and the knowledge of medical science
1: that yes, can I'll-
0: bring our bodies back to health. Yes, um, mm-hmm.
1: yes the knowledge and the doctors, you integrate it all together and becomes miraculous.
0: One thing that I discovered in your book is that you really take us through that journey of going through your recovery, the the whole process and, and how you had to really step into your belief that you truly could be healed. Now, I would think that after going through something like that, you could really reflect and say, oh, my gosh, there's really a process here. There's a a chain of events that occurred, and it's replicable. I mean, I can do it again. I can do it again for the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. You know, how did the book come out of that experience for you? I mean, why is it that you thought, well, I can share this with others and they can do it too.
1: I had used this principle and I see the result and I've tried it. I've done it many times. So it's not the only, you know, illness that I've come across, of course. Many times and with other incidents and the help I needed, um, that I've used this principle and I've seen that result. And because of my result, great result that I want to share with humanity so everyone else can learn and use it and not have to go through life stumbling and living through burdens, we could live an easier life only if we know And learn how to use this philosophy in
0: the power of our mind.
1: You know, Chantra,
0: one of the things that I have often told my podcast audience is not to hog your journey. So one thing that I appreciate is that you are able to express this traumatic journey, you know, through physical healing and share it with us in your book. And help us to see how it's not a one-time occurrence. Help us to see that we can choose divine health for ourselves. We can choose to work through any of the negativity that we have to let go of so that we can get back on our journey to health. And I appreciate that you didn't just hold that to yourself you decided, you know, I'm going to share this so the rest of the world can heal themselves too. I just want to appreciate you for that. I just want to thank you for putting your words out in the world so that others could benefit in that way.
1: Yes, because I come across this discovery and it, I feel a joy to share with the rest because I see out there... Um, so how society and the masses live um, without knowing this. It's like living in the dark, having to guess through everything. And a lot of people don't realize they have this ability within themselves, so they have to um, discover it and then learn how to use it and live an effortless life. And I thought that's such great value for everyone to know.
0: And it's a joy I for wish. me to
1: share.
0: I, I absolutely agree. It is a value. One of the things that I found in the book that was really helpful as I read through it, because, you know, we often have negative challenges in our life, and it's not just physical, right? Sometimes they're just crappy things that mm-hmm. happen to us that we wish didn't happen. But one thing that you said in the book was to not focus on the manifested condition. And I think it's so common for us to just dwell on the problem, dwell on it. Ah, yeah, yeah. You think about it. You have a pity party about it. You talk about it some more. And and it just like creates this big, heavy drain, right? (laughs) But if you choose to just chew those thoughts away uh, instead of dwelling on them over and over and over again, then you can allow yourself to get more neutral and start tipping the scale to the positive so that you can bring more of the positive stuff into your life.
1: Life is challenging us and there's always that going on. And it's so hard to not talk about our problems and the trouble that we're going through because it's right in our face. But understanding this universal laws, because the universe is sending to us what we are thinking and feeling, and then with that understanding, you have to use the power of your mind to pivot, meaning to turn it around and think of something else that's more pleasant, that is more um, in a positive way in order to attract something that we want. So all these challenges are thrown at us. See, we're supposed to overcome them and not accept them. And then with this knowledge, you can overcome any difficulties when you learn and understand. And again, it is great value.
0: So if I have uh, some horrible thing going on in my life or maybe I have a a pain in my knee and boy it just keeps hurting keeps hurting but if I just keep dwelling on the pain in my knee then I'm going to continue to bring according to the law of attraction and other universal laws I'm just going to keep bringing that to me because if I'm feeling it if I'm if I'm getting emotional about it if I'm focusing all my energies there then that's what I'm going to attract more of but yes. if I if I open myself up to something positive, here's here's something that I find very useful, and I, I've shared this in. I think I have a, a a law of attraction book that I wrote a long time ago, really small book, but the learning was that I need to get in a positive energy place, no matter what it is that I'm trying to manifest. So whether I'm trying to get rid of the pain in my knee or something, if I'm focusing on that, then I'm bringing more of the pain on my knee, right? But if I choose then to think of something that brings me joy, like uh, seeing my daughter's smiling faces or something like that, and they automatically light me up, right? So Mm -hmm. if I choose to think of that instead of that knee, the knee's still there, It's not going away per se because I still have a knee. But I'm not focusing my energy and emotion on the pain in my knee. I'm instead focusing my energy and emotion on the joy that thinking of my daughters brings me. Right?
1: Yeah. So if you're in pain, if your knee's in pain, you have to do something to distract that pain. Do something that's fun. Um, watch a comedy, like you said, um, Mm -hmm. see your daughter smile, something that distracts that emotion. And then that will turn you to a way for you to find a healing. You'll come across a healing. Once you learn how to distract and, um, clear that negative emotion instead of dwelling
0: on it, which would accumulate that pain. (laughs) It's opening you up to that the positive emotion that you need to find a solution, right? Because, again, we don't want to be in the problem or else we'll just keep seeing the problem. But if we recognize the problem, acknowledge it, "Ah, I have pain in my knee, but then we choose a better feeling thought, then we're more likely to come upon the solution that will help us with our knee, right? Yes,
1: exactly right.
0: Yeah, good. And I love how your book gives different examples uh, throughout the book about how different things can apply and how you can use it to your healing advantage, if you will. <laughs> um, and it's great to just be able to relate to different stories and say, oh, I can see how that happens. You know, for example, one example you had in there was uh, somebody getting cut on their hand. You know, one thing that's so interesting about a cut is we expect that, oh, it's a little paper cut. It'll go away in the next few days. I'll be healed, no big deal. I'll put a Band-Aid over it or something so it doesn't, um, you know, get dirt in it. But I'm not going to fret over it, right? I'm not going to sit there and stare at my hand and say, oh, my God, I have a paper cut. I have a paper cut. I have a paper cut. You're not going to do that, right? Because it's just a paper cut. But the same thing can apply to bigger things, right? Yes,
1: it's the same same concept with all healings. It's just a matter of where our beliefs are. Because if it's a little, we just right away we think we judge it like it's little. It could just do, but but then we put um, something that's an illness. We put a um, major. Uh, concern on it and it becomes that way. So if we don't um, think of it in the big or little and know and understand that the body can recover anything, I am proof of that. And then with that belief comes that healing.
0: Yeah.
1: I was, I was going to well, say I, that it's a belief that creates our life, that runs our life.
0: Yeah. That reminds me of a concept that uh, Abraham Hicks um, brought up once. She said, you know, there's no difference between a button and, I forget what she called it now, whether it was a mansion or something. Castle. Huh? A button
1: or a castle.
0: Same thing. You just, you know, put this big weight on that castle, like, oh, that's big. I'll never be able to manifest that. Mm-hmm. And you have the same power within you right now to heal that paper cut or heal that bum knee. You just have to allow yourself to believe that within yourself so that you can make that come true for you. Belief really does make a big difference.
1: Yes, it's where your intentions are and where your belief is at, and that would create your results.
0: Yeah. That is just so important. And I've I've learned that more over the years, but your book really makes it plain. It makes it understandable and and applicable to more than just the healing journey. Yes, it's great for the healing, but what's also wonderful about your book is that It's transferable. I can take that same knowledge and understanding that you share and apply it to different areas of my life. And that's a wonderful thing.
1: I want to say it's the same principle throughout. So it's not just healing. So it's for financial, relationship,
0: anything you want to use for. The same concept applies to all. That is terrific. So not only are you giving us a book that will help us in our physical life, our you know, our the health of our bodies, but you're giving us tools that we can use in our physical surroundings. I mean, for the joy of our lives, for our experience that we're going to have, if we can apply these same principles, then we can create harmony in our lives in a in a variety of ways, not just through health, but through happiness. As well. Yes, yes, that is correct. So tell me, how can an author? Because this is the Write Something Worthy podcast. I get to talk to wonderful best-selling authors and uh, future best-selling authors like you all the time. And most of my guests are those who are writing something that's going to make a positive impact on the world. What do you believe it takes to actually write something that's worthy of sharing with the world? And what would you encourage others to do if if they feel like they have that, if they feel like they have something worthy to say?
1: I've learned and believe that we're here on this earth to make the best of our lives, to be happy, joyful, And then with that happiness and joyful, you're being um, able to share that with others. And as I learn this principle, the um, universal laws, I've learned all these wisdom from these teachers and um, knowledge that I felt inspired to write and to share with everyone in that They don't need to go through all the struggles to make their life the way they want and then to overcome any problems. So it's within me that I felt like I want to share.
0: I'm so glad that you did. Thank you for that. And thank you for sharing all of this with me on the Write Something Worthy podcast. Now, I will your book is going to be coming out shortly and I will make sure that I put a link to your book. Um, It's Amazon link. I will put on our show notes for this episode so that everyone will be able to tap into it and grab it. But you have a website as well that you are creating that will allow us to tap into you in the future. Can you give us your web address?
1: Yes. um, It's, www.chantaPack.com.
0: Will you spell Chanta for us?
1: Yes, it's spelled C-H-A-N-T-H-A, and then Pack P-A-K. dot com. And I can also wow. um, give you my email address. Wonderful. Which is yeah, which is my last name. So. Man
0: P, with a little P in the back, at Comcast.net. Man P at Comcast.net. And we will put that in the show notes as well so that everyone will be able to just click on the link and get to you so that they can learn more about healing with the power of your mind. And I hope that everyone will go and get their own copy of this book so that they can have it at their disposal. Oh, one other thing that I want to share really quick before we go, and that is you have in the back of the book some affirmations that we can use to help us to, you know, get our minds in the right space. Is that right?
1: Yes. I uh, make sure to include some affirmations for everyone to use and just pick the ones that you feel like using and then get into the spirit Feel the feeling of saying those affirmations, um, getting into that habit, and then you'll see the result. But it's
0: it's important to get into that
1: spirit of those um, words to practice it
0: daily. So I am so grateful that those affirmations are there because sometimes people don't really know what to say, right? They they need a little guidance on applying some of the universal laws that you'll be teaching in the book and having those affirmations can really help them. So I really appreciate the fact that you included them in the book for your readers to benefit from. My pleasure. So great. We will have the links to your book and links to your website and email in the show notes And I want to thank you again, Chanta, for being here to share with us the important message of healing with the power of your mind. Don't we need that right now? So thank you for coming on and sharing that with us today.
1: Thank you, Tanya. It's my pleasure. You've been listening to the Worthy Writer Edition of the Write Something Worthy podcast. If you'd like to know more about today's guest or even to reach out to them, you can find all of their information in our show notes at writesomethingworthy.com.